You're very welcome back to the program here on Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3, 92.7 FM, 2647 to get in contact with the program or email sbcrstudio at gmail.com. Now, um, for my next interview, I'm honoured to have alongside me here three phenomenal ladies, uh, and we have a, a gentleman beside us here as well, um, who have had very successful music careers in folk music and are here to chat to me about their life stories and also ahead of their upcoming concert tonight in Canuck Naguiha. So we welcome to the programme Kate Purcell from Fecal and Annie and Marie Burns from the Burns Sisters. Ladies, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Dara. How are you doing? Great to have you here today. Um, first, before I talk to you, um, Kate, would one of you, Annie or Marie, would you like to tell us um, about how you all got together, first of all? Uh, many years ago, well not that many, I guess it is many, I wrote a song called Savannah, and my sisters Annie and Jeannie, we were on Rounder Records, and we, uh, we released it, and actually Doug played on it, and uh, haven't heard, you know, never heard anything, and then I went to uh, Ireland my first trip, and I was in Drogheda, someone came up and said, I have a, your song, you're a bird sister, I have your song, Kate Purcell singing your song, and he played it for me, and I remembered her name, and uh, when I got back home, I found her on Facebook, and she, the rest pulled is history. she, yeah. she was in the car, she said she pulled over in the car and said, this is Marie, I mean, this is Marie Burns, and you recorded my song, and it's really good, and, and then she invited us over, and then we've been coming over. Fantastic, fantastic. Kate, we'll start with mm. you first before we get to the, to the other the other two of you. Um, you grew up in Fecal. That's right, yeah. Um, we all know who, who you are at this stage <laughs> now. Um, you're influenced mainly on folk music and singers, but you also developed a love for contemporary and writing your own material. But your music life really kicked off when you, perf- when you started performing at local venues. Yeah, yeah. I started, oh my God, after school, I started with a local band, with Larry McAvoy, and uh, we did the highways and byways of Clare for a, a few years, um, singing in Listoon Varna and uh, dances at late into the night. Sometimes three gigs on a Sunday, I remember. And a lot uh, of going, isn't it? Not being able yeah. to speak at the end of the weekend, uh, not, let alone sing. And uh, I remember Listoon Varna times the whole month of September. We would it was everything was on a twenty-four hour uh, clock in Verna that time during September so we literally would do three gigs a day and we'd finish maybe around three in the morning and then we'd go out and listen to the other bands who were playing at three in the morning until six so youth is a great thing uh, wouldn't be doing it now well maybe yeah. not <laughs> you never know you never know maybe not um, so you toured extensively across the country at venues ranging from art centres to major concert mm. halls but one achievement that you'll re- that you'll remember was when you played with people such as Tommy Fleming yeah I toured a lot with Tommy uh, back in the early nine or early 2000s uh, I released an album in the late 90s which is the, the album that uh, Savannah the song Savannah's on and it got a lot of airplay and it did well and uh, with that album, I sort of got into to uh, you know touring in the folk venues and doing a lot of support gigs for uh, all the different folk artists who were touring at the time, Jimmy McCarthy and Mick Hanley and all Charlie McGettigan, all people like that. And then Tommy asked me to to join his tour um, one year, and and with the result that I I stayed several years with Tommy, uh, just tour, touring around the country, uh, <clears throat> doing the support, and then we do a duet and. And then when I recorded my second album, Tommy did a couple of duets with me all on it. And uh, we've been f- great friends for a lot of years now. Um, and he's a great, a great friend of mine. And uh, 
uh, we've we've kind of kept up the contact and we'll we'll get together again one of these days. We keep saying, but we'll we'll do it. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, one of your tracks, "Dress of Green," <coughs> featured in a listener's top ten most requested songs in the UK. Fantastic yeah, achievement. Yeah. Well, yeah, back that you know that that um, that second album um, I did called Shadows of You was produced by the great Ted Ponsonby, who just in the last couple of weeks passed away. Unfortunately, a wonderful, wonderful musician and man and producer, and uh, it was a it was mainly an all Irish folk album, a lot of Irish folk songs. So it got a lot of airplay in the UK at the time because. Um, you know, BBC folk music, uh, the BBC One was playing a lot of folk music at, at the time and um, and still are, I presume. But uh, yeah, it, it just, it, it did very well, that album in, in the UK. Kate, you've really made your name um, across all platforms because mm. uh, to quote one of, to quote actually the Irish Museum, music magazine, um, you were described as a natural born singer possessing a truly rich and morning voice capable of captivating every ear and touching each spirit. You must be very proud when people will be talking to you about it in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that it's only the bad reviews I remember. I know. <laughs> you only remember the bad reviews, yeah, that's right? That's it, yeah. You never remember the good ones, um, <laughs> even though they give you a kick at the time, but you, you'll always go, oh, oh did I do that? No. Remember what that guy said about me. <laughs> so, uh, they're the ones I remember. I know, but uh, yeah, it's lovely to hear nice, positive things. Of course, it is, and it's it, you know, it boosts your confidence. It really does, especially when you're starting out. It's wonderful to get good reviews and and hear that people are saying nice things about you. Before we move on to Annie and Marie, can you talk to us about the the Voice of Ireland? Um, I remember watching you <laughs> yes. uh, on the Voice of Ireland. You did very we well. There. Oh, were you when there? They first turned around, Annie oh. and I. We didn't know we were going to be there, but yeah. we were the test. Yeah, the true. two girls were there. It happened to be in Ireland. Actually, it was around this time of the year because people were doing their tour, too. and uh, so I brought them in with my sister to, you know, for the turnaround moment if that happened. And uh, I decided to do it. I don't know why. I just said, oh, to hell with it. I was watching the show for a few years and I said, oh, look, I'll just do it. I'll jump over the cliff. And uh, I did it. And it was an experience. Let's say that. I have to say you did Claire very proud. Yeah, I know. It was a good experience. Yeah. And your uh, version of that song. Uh, well, Rihanna's yeah, song is so beautiful. A little, you know, the folky thing was a little fish out of water, but there you go. Anyway, I, I got, I got. Actually, it was, it was very good to me. You know, I didn't realize that it was going to be good to me, but it's something you can always say on your CV. Exactly. You know, exactly, and, yes, and and yes. Uh, that you that you and weren't rejected at the first hurdle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Kate. Uh, thank you very much for that, um, Marie. Um, Annie. Annie, okay. Marie, you could talk. You tell Annie, talk for a while. No, we'll let you. You haven't said a word yet. Um, okay. um, Annie, you're very welcome to Knocknagwiha. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, because um, I love this place. I've been walking around the town. And you have everything sussed out. So beautiful. <laughs> um, can you tell us about growing up? You were actually born, you were both born actually in uh, Binghamton, is it? New York, Binghamton, America? Binghamton, New York. Yeah. yeah, tell us about that. Um, well, we were born there, and our dad was the mayor of the city when we were born. And then we grew up, and my mother was a singer. Uh, she was a wonderful uh, sort of operatic vocalist, and she also sang at church every wedding and funeral in town. So that's how we were raised. Marie, would you like to further that? 
We were raised in a big family, of course. Binghamton, New York. Uh, music, everything was music in our house. I mean, you know, it was practically singing past the ketchup. So that was something we all sang. Our brothers were in a band. We didn't really play instruments. We sang more than... Was folk Was folk music... No, rock and roll. My, I, we came into this to the late 60s, 70s, but, you know, there was like six teenagers in the house. So what drew you to folk music? What drew you to... Well, it's our roots as well. I mean, it's, you know, the Linda Ronstadt stuff, the early stuff we grew up on, and, I mean, I don't know. All what grew us? All kinds of stuff, all kinds of musicals. Then um, we grew up, then we started singing, yeah. Like we did two albums school. on Columbia, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. And then we went back to, well, first we started doing the Linda Ronst, yeah. the Emmy Lou, Bonnie Reed. Then we started writing. And Doug was sort of with us along the way here, who's from, <laughs> lived in Ithaca as well. We live in Ithaca. And then we started writing our own material. Then we got a couple record deals, and it's a long life. Very good. Um, when you both came to Ireland then, uh, you performed at established music festivals in the west of Ireland. Can you remember where and when you, you started out in? Uh, in Ireland, we went we at the Scarf. Fiegel. Oh, Scarf. Yes, we Scarf. did the Scarf Festival the first, first. Yeah. the first one, I think. Yeah. And we then went out, which is basically on the same week, isn't it? We, we went on to do the Fiegel Festival that week that as well. And... And uh, it turns out that our roots go back to Fickle, which is so random. I even found better again, so, yeah. I know, I've been searching, yeah, searching, Their mom was a McMahon. She was a McMahon, and then I found a, an address in Fickle at one of the graveyards in Pennsylvania and of one of the deceased ancestors. Yeah. And it was like Fickle. It was just so interesting that we had become such good friends, yeah. and we have that in common. Yeah. Um, Annie, can you talk to me about uh, performing at the world-renowned Carnegie Hall. I certainly can. It was um, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> That's how we got yes, there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we were we sang for about five years, uh, on and off for five years with uh, Arlo Guthrie. And so we were doing backups for him. And we were with, an, it was great, the Boston Pop. It was an orchestra at Carnegie Hall. And it was a wonderful experience. It's, so we toured with Arlo Guthrie. I know he comes over to Ireland and plays too. Um, he wrote Mills's Restaurant. You know who I'm talking about? Okay, okay, this man right. is too young right. for all this. I know. And City of New Orleans was his <laughs> big City hit. of New Orleans, yeah. So, um, and, uh, Woody Guthrie is his father. This land is your land. This land is mine. You must know that song. We we'll yes, say we do. We we'll say we do. Yeah. I'm just curious. That, I'm just curious. That, that is really good. Um, so, uh, you're performing tonight. Yes. Trevi, here in Connacht, we here. Can you tell us what our uh, your audience might expect tonight? Well, Marie and I both write songs, and we also sing songs that we love, and so that's what we've been doing with Kay, which has been. Yeah, um, but the girls have recently um, released an album of all Irish songs, right? So it's, you know, these girls sing Danny Boy and uh, yeah. Clear really? to Hear. Right. And, and Marie wrote uh, Mother's Out. Mother's Out, no, a song called The Workhouse. Mm. And all about the Irish workhouses. Really cheerful number. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> very enthusiastic about that now, yeah. Marie's got the, the name Buzzkill Burns. Buzzkill Burns, that's her nickname. Um, no, but I mean, they, they write the most incredible songs, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to the gig tonight, to be honest, because each year we, these girls come over and we do a tour, um, a bus tour, with uh, fans from America. Uh, so we start off on Tuesday, and it, all of there's 25 of us on a bus touring the west of Ireland. And uh, we call it the Songbirds Tour. And we've been doing it for the last 10 years. So um, it's always great fun. But every year I just look forward to this week so much when the girls come over. And it's just such a joy to sing with these two, you know, because we, we all, for some strange reason, our voices just completely And we blend. all like so many different kinds of music. So it's really hard. Like, our whole career, it's been hard for someone to put us in a box. Like, what kind of music do you do? You know, I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, so we like everything from old-time American bluegrass to rock and roll, you know, Aretha Franklin to jazz to... So, you know, we like the spice of life, you know? A little variety. And Doug Robinson has been with us in... Almost every band. <laughs> yes. And he yes. sings these beautiful songs. He knows songs. every song that we know, pretty much. I mean, that I have cool. forgotten uh, all of your songs. But he has <laughs> charts. So many times. <laughs> and yet, I brought charts. <laughs> so, uh, Doug, you're very welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome to the program. Um, the four of you now are going to do a little bit of uh, a piece of music for us. Sure. If yeah. you don't mind. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll be followed by more live music then as well before we finish up. So what are you going to do for us now? We'll probably do Savannah. Yeah, Savannah. Uh, yeah. This is a song Marie wrote, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and Marie, maybe you tell the background to it. Pull in there to the microphone. You can <laughs> very briefly, please. Very briefly. Well, a very good friend was uh, driving on Christmas Eve to um, Florida with his two sons from upstate New York. And the son was driving, he made a bad move, a car hit them, their father was uh, airlifted to Savannah and died along the way. Oh God, okay. And they never made it, and their mother was my best friend, and it was just very sad. Yeah. There you go. Take it away. Savannah must be somewhere close to heaven. That's where I heard he went that night. Did he have a final word before he took off like a bird? A shooting star and a Taken flight. Oh, Savannah, Savannah, warm winds blowing through the trees. Oh, Savannah, Savannah. Southlands where the wild birds sing the whole night through and never gets too 
least that's what I'm told And the air is sweet when the peaches are in bloom <clears throat> Oh, Savannah, Savannah Just as far away from me tonight The snow's still falling On this northern country town And I don't have my love To hold me tight Oh, Savannah Absolutely gorgeous. Wow. Excellent. My God. Um, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Ladies, thank you very much. And thank, thank you, Doug, for joining in as well. Thank you for having us.